This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. This is The Sound of Now on Joy 94.9. Hello, thank you for tuning in. My name is Triana Butler. This is The Sound of Now's special podcast interview edition. Uh, Today I got to sit down and chat with Dave from Glass Animals, one of these bands who have been working for, you know, the best part of a decade to become an overnight success. They've had some pretty successful albums in the past, but this new one, Dreamland, that came out last year and Heat Waves that was from it has become a huge international hit right around the world. We got to talk about a whole bunch of stuff, how the songs came together, plans for touring. It's a really great chat. Here it is, my conversation with Dave from Glass Animals. Hey, how you doing? So good, thanks. How are you? I've been rinsing your album for a year, so this is like a big moment for me. (laughs) Oh my God, are you really bored of it now? No, no, not at all. It's been living in my head rent-free. Oh yes, I'm really glad, I'm really glad. You've just finished a tour. I saw videos online, that one where you're walking out on stage and the lights are flashing and there's just a sea of people. That looks unbelievable. And also almost inconceivable from where we were like a year ago. I know. And like, that was such a mind-blowing moment for me. I couldn't, yeah, couldn't believe it. When we released the album, there was no, like... There's no show. We had this whole plan around touring and doing shows. And then to go from that, like, inability to play shows, not seeing any crowd for, like, a year and a half to that was amazing. But there was a slight dampener in that I walked on stage and realised my zipper was undone. <laughs> oh, no. And there's I no know. way that you could try and fix that once you're up there because everyone no. can see all eyes on you. And you're just like, hey, we're glass animals. I know. I th- I, honestly, the best thing to do is just admit it. <laughs> um, and it's tough it's a tough cookie to swallow but you just have to go up to that mic and say everybody my zipper's undone just give me a sec and then you do it did you get it? that was the biggest fear of the night yeah of course it would have to be right like that's something that happens at that show and hopefully none of the others I know I've done all sorts of other things trying to get I, I forget to do my zip up quite often I'm a very forgetful person um, and I have tried the other things. I've tried kind of doing a kind of dance move and trying to kind of fit it in and look cool. No, I've tried to kind of turn around and make it look like I was speaking to one of the other bandmates and try and do it. And I just ended up getting like my... When the hand comes across, you can tell what's going on. It gives it away. It really does. It looks like you're doing something something weird in front of a lot of people. And uh, I've gotten my f- like finger stuck in the zip before, not really looking proper. Oh, it's been all sorts of. God, as long as it do was your zip up. As long as it was just the, the finger. Um... Yes, <laughs> it was. Thank God. Look, this is I know it's such a strange time in your album's life cycle for me to be doing an interview because normally it's either like you know the album's about to come out or it's just come out, but we're at a point where this album's been out for like a year now. The big single has gone viral multiple times. I can see you you've got the Aria number one album trophy sitting behind you on the shelf there. <laughs> very. Proudly. I know. Like you, this album has been a, a very huge success 
and now we get to talk about kind of where the music has been and, and where it's come to over this past year. Did it end up where you thought it would? No. I thought I when we put the album out, I thought it was kind of dead in the water. I remember speaking to my manager and she was like, you know what? It's just not the time to release an album, but we have to put it out and we're going to put it out and then start writing your next one and try and get it out as, as soon as this pan- pandemic is over. So I've just, just, I kind of was really upset for a couple of, for like two weeks. I was like, this is my baby. This is my child. And you obviously want the optimal conditions for your child and you want your child to do well. But here was someone saying like, yeah, this one's, <laughs> this one's not going to do so well. It's, <laughs> And it was it was awful. It was absolutely awful for about two weeks. And then I got this like optimistic rush. And I was like, forget about you. I'm, we're going to make this work. And it's just exceeded all expectations. It's I mean, been I, I guess the thing wonderful. with that is, I mean, sure, we can't get out and tour it, but that just means we get to spend more time listening to this music and, and really soaking in it, which I think is what's happened. It's kind of worked out for the better. It sort of worked out, yeah. The well, also the album. Kind, I kind of wrote it at a time where I was a bit locked. I was kind of locked down myself. Our drummer had had a really terrible. Like, my best friend had, had a really terrible accident, um, and was in the hospital. Didn't know if he was going to make it, and so I like I was just sitting in the hospital the whole time. He's absolutely fine now. I've made this incredible recovery. We're back out playing shows. He's like, yeah, he's good as new. It's amazing. Um, but I was I was kind of in the hospital just waiting for news for weeks and in a kind of slightly similar situation to this pandemic where you're spending a lot of time alone, you're not out creating new memories, you're going back into the old memories, very nostalgic. And I kind of noticed when the pandemic came along, a lot of people were having those, you know, people were getting very nostalgic. People were even eating the food that they grew up with. People were watching the movies they grew up with, listening to the music they grew up with. And then here was this album that's about exactly all that stuff. It sort of, I don't know. It it somehow was symbiotic. It just worked. I don't want to talk too much about heat waves because I know it's it's been a long runner and it's been very successful. But <laughs> it was a, a like a real sleeper hit. It, it launched you into the mainstream consciousness in Australia, in particular, because obviously you. I think we can say the other station. I think we can say Triple J. You took out Triple J's Hottest 100. Um, and then it kind of crossed over to the pop stations over here. And then it blew up on TikTok. So it's kind of gotten bigger even beyond its initial first audience. And now that's kind of counter to how to, the music industry runs, where we expect you to have a new album out, new music, come on, let's go, go, go. I know. I don't, I don't even know what to... I don't think anyone expected it. I don't think anyone knows what's going on. I've, I pinch myself every day. It's, it's really, it's really really bonkers. And I actually have always had this philosophy that like the best songs are always sort of these kind of sleeper hits. And um, for that to happen, I, kind of, I really have to pinch myself. It's, it, yeah, it's strange. It's one of those things where I think when you're writing it, you have to kind of you know, really reach into the depths of who you are and put it together. And I think people don't connect with the hype, they connect with the song. I mean, that's that means a lot. Because it is, it is a very personal song. It's probably, I mean, they're all very personal songs in this record, but this one's particularly personal and it's got. A, it's quite sad. So I didn't think anyone... I always think, you know, what's going to succeed on the radio is probably the really happy stuff. So... 
we will we'll probably never work on the radio because it's always a little bit sad. But then it it worked. It's sad and optimistic. I would say this song. We should and, talk about this new yeah. song then called "I Don't Want to Talk," and it is the, the first music we've heard from you since the pandemic. Is this when was this written? First of all, this was written really not that long before it came out. Like few weeks before it came wow, out. Wow, okay. So you've had quite <laughs> yeah. some time to reflect on the pandemic and and life in general, I guess, and and where you're feeling about things. Tell me tell me about this song yeah. and how it came together. It just happened quick. It happened very quickly and I I I love it when songs happen quickly cuz it's easy. Does and I often? actually think I think it happened like I don't want to jinx it, but it happens with like people tend to like the ones that happen quickly. I don't know why they tend to do like heat waves happen like bang like that, and we have a song called Gooey, and that one's done pretty pretty well, and that one just happened really fast. It's so strange. I don't know why because maybe it's just like something natural in it. And I also think if the like fundamental idea, if the first little idea, that first little vocal line is good enough and has enough depth to it, it is really easy to write a song around it. Um, but yeah, this happened really quickly and it was just peak, peak lockdown over here. And I was spending a lot of time in my own head, overthinking everything, talking to myself and not sleeping. And then I just realized that, you know, it's great to talk. It's great to talk and think about things a lot. It's really important, but you kind of have to balance that out with a little bit of doing the things that you enjoy, going to see your friends, going to see family, going partying, going, just doing things you love. It's interesting that you said overthinking because given that it was a really quick song, I think as creatives we can get stuck in our heads with that overthinking and with wanting everything to be perfect and wanting everything. You you think about it and you focus on it. And as you say, that's the opposite of these songs that are coming really quickly and resonating with people. Definitely. There's, there's a bit of like kind of finessing that happens afterwards. But with this one, I just wanted to keep it spontaneous. I almost like went into the studio, happened very quickly in like a day. And then I just didn't want to over, over, I wanted to keep it like a little bit loose and a little bit rough around the edges and fun, really. Do you get to produce in that kind of loose way very often? No. (laughs) Normally, normally uh, I uh, spend loads and loads of time like tweaking and tinkering and trying like a million different sounds um, trialing things, trying different chords, trying different, rewriting all the parts. And most of the time, I'd say 98% of the time, you end up going with what you had originally. But you have to try everything. You have to try everything. Okay, well, the song is called I Don't Want to Talk. Um, really quickly, what's it about before we play the song? Just about not spending too much time stuck in your own head talking to yourself and having to go out and do the things that make you feel real and make you feel like a human again. We're in lockdown here in Melbourne still, and that's something that I think is going to resonate with a lot of people over the next few weeks as we start to open up. So, again, with the perfect oh timing, how do you do it? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think uh, the the world is in a... Everyone's in a kind of interesting place at the moment. So I, th- there's gonna be, I think there's going to be so many amazing songs coming out, so many amazing records. They're all going to really hit on these kind of similar sentiments. When this can finally be over, are you planning to get out to Australia? Absolutely. 
I miss it so much. I love Australia. I love the people. I love the food. I love the weather. I just, I love the art. I love the music. There's amazing music in Australia. And um, I just can't wait. Can't wait to get back. Who do you listen to in Australian music? Who have I been listening to in Australian music? I've been listening to uh, Spacey Jane a little bit. That re- I think that, that record's cool. They've got a new song coming, right? Yeah, they, and, they had one that just came out, I think, but I think there's a few singles coming out in a row. Yeah, I'm a little bit out of touch just because I've been on tour, but I've been listening also to a band called Parcels Okay, quite a lot. Are they called Parcels? I think they're Australian. Um, I think they have a new song or album. Com- they just have just released a song, album coming. It's really, really great. I've been listening to someone called Takai Maidza. Oh, TK Maidza, yeah. Is that how you say it? I don't yeah, know how to. I'm, so, I'm sorry if I mispronounced. I am terrible with pronunciations, but it's amazing music. She's cool. Literally. She's super cool, and and she's finding this space for herself now, where she's, you know, she said like her first few albums were kind of not the music she wanted to do, and the first few albums killed. And you're like, well, what are you going to do? And then the new album comes out, and it's like, oh, this is what you're capable of. Yeah, I I am so excited for what's coming next. It's yeah, it's um, I think she's special <laughs> we're gonna get you over here we're gonna get you over here seeing this live or something i know i can't wait it's gonna it's gonna happen i have dates i have dates but i can't say when it's... Oh, oh, i know i know i'm sorry it's my little secret but you know talk to me again in a couple months and i'll a couple weeks and i'll tell you all right i'll see you in february uh <laughs> you you <laughs> oh, can't say it. Okay, okay, all right. No, I'll, I'll take it back. We'll pretend that didn't happen. No one heard any of that. Um, Dave from Glass Animals, it's been so great to chat with you today. Thank you so, so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Absolute pleasure. Thanks so much for having me on. Find the full playlist on the Joy website, joy.org.au forward slash the sound of now. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you being here. If you've enjoyed this, there's a few things you could do to support us if you want. You can subscribe to the podcast in your podcast feed. Just search The Sound of Now. It should be pretty easy to find. You can uh, head to our website, joy.org.au forward slash The Sound of Now, where you'll find Spotify playlists of the songs we play each week, music videos, the whole deal. And don't forget, you can also tune into the radio show that goes to air Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Melbourne time on Joy 9. 94.9. It is available globally through your smart speaker. Just tell your smart speaker to stream Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening. And if this has meant something to you, share it with a friend who also loves glass animals. I'm sure they'd love to hear it. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.